Welcome to this. Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 225. We're going to talk about, from a coach's perspective, if you want to be different, you might need to do something different. And we'll talk about that in a second. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about our sponsor, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. And please take advantage of that EFP20 discount. It's a great way for you to save that additional 20% on a great bat or glove and also to support the podcast at the same time. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. It'll take you through the steps. Uh, We would certainly love for you to become a patron. We've got a great group of patrons that have been supporting us and doing a great job of keeping us uh, moving forward for a long time. We'd love to see that momentum continue to grow. We'd like to add a few more people if we can. So if you're in a position where you can afford to help us, please make sure you go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. So Don, if we want something to be different and we keep doing the exact same things and those things never change, does that make any sense at all? Well, Tori, if I was successful doing something one way a few years ago, shouldn't it work again now? Well, I'd like to think that there's some truth to that. You know, the old, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. But the reality of that statement to me has always been, there's different levels of what's broke, right? And there's different ways of looking at something. If you're looking at a tire on your car and, you know, you can have it, it's a little bit low on air, but it still rolls and you can still drive. Sure. Or it's completely flat. You can still drive on the wheel, but if you drive on the wheel, you're going to tear that up. Or there's the tire's flat, the wheel's bent, you know, the axle's probably going to break, the different degrees of how broke it is. I'm forced into it. Right. And unfortunately, I think you know, sometimes what happens is you know, we're, we're looking from a coaching perspective on trying to do something better. We're trying to improve some aspect of what we're doing. And we keep working on it. We keep attacking it. We keep trying to, you know, to, to solve this issue, to change this, you know, this performance. And we keep doing the exact same things, practice after practice after practice. We keep working on it, practice after practice, but we never seem to solve the problem. So my question is, you know, is that the the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome? Or is it just that the kids aren't good enough or I need better players? These kids just are never going to get it. And so from a coaching perspective, I think it's real easy to fall into the, you know, why can't these kids get it? Well, in a lot of cases, it should be, what am I not doing that's making it so difficult? Or what should I do differently to help them get it or to help them make these changes? So my rundown drill, right? I do this rundown drill and I do it the same all the time. Teams in the past have been perfect with it. It it seemed to work, but this group, or for some reason this year, I can't do the rundowns anymore. Right? Do I keep doing the rundown drill and just do it more or, or do I break it into pieces and 
and try and change things up and show them a different way. Right. Well, to me, I think what you're touching on there is the whole crux of this discussion. So what most of us do is just yell louder, just do it more, just expect it to get better, you know, keep falling back on the, well, last year's team never struggled with this. You know, we've never had any problems with this in the past. The reality of it could be that you just have, you know, one or two key players in the equation of what you're trying to correct that hear it differently, see it differently, have slightly different skills. You know, we talk about, you know, rundowns. Well, there's a lot of different ways to do rundowns and end up getting the out. But if you've always done it one way that requires players that can move on their feet and be pretty quick and handle the ball while they're running. Catch on the... And and all of a sudden you have a player that is really weak at catching the ball while she's moving. And we keep trying to force her into that, you know, same role of a player who had different skills than hers. I think we're going to end up with a be frustrated. Uh, yeah, a big mess. It's going to be frustrating for us as coaches. It's going to be frustrating for her as a player. And guess what? We're probably not going to get a whole lot better at rundowns. So it's time to teach it a different a way. A little bit differently. Yeah. And sometimes that might mean adjusting how you think it should be done, but sometimes it might be just adjusting how you're teaching it. Adapting. Right. And adapting to to fit. And so, you know, obviously in a perfect world, we'd always have, you know, the kinds of athletes that can do all the things that we really want them to do, and they'd all be proficient at it. But the days of living in a perfect world are probably long gone for all of us. And so now trying to solve these problems with our team, trying to get better at doing doing specific things, if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, and it doesn't get any better, that's not on the kids anymore. That's a really, really bad choice from a coach's perspective. Well, I think that's exciting too, especially this time of year, because at this point, no matter where we are living and what our climate is, it's a a time that we can start thinking about making some of these adjustments when we get out there. We talk all the time about having a plan. And part of that hopefully should be in my planning, evaluating and and being realistic with myself about strengths and weaknesses from year to year and, and situation to situation whether it's a school ball setting or a travel ball setting, you're never going to have the exact same team year after year after year. You're always going to have new players that you have to plug in. And I think spending a little bit of time on the front end looking at it saying, well, we, you know, we had an All-American shortstop who was you know, super athletic and super quick, and she could do all these things. And that player graduated, and now we have you know a, a freshman shortstop that's you know a, a really good hitter, but she's not quite as, mobile. A, as yep. quick. and doesn't have quite the range. If we expect the new player who doesn't have the same skill set to do the same stuff, that's just dumb. I mean, there's just no nice way to say it. And so we have to you know, be kind of planning that stuff in advance. Now, we can do everything we can to help the slightly less athletic shortstop get better at those things, but it's also important for us to be thinking about you know, what other adjustments do I have to make? Do I need to adjust the way I'm calling pitches? Do I need to adjust who's covering in certain situations? Do I need to change the way I do cutoffs or relays or rundowns or, you know, first and third plays or whatever it is? Because what so-and-so could do, maybe, you know, no one else can, or maybe, you know, certainly the next player in line can't. Yeah. And different, different starting depths for outfielders based on what's going on with your shortstop. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if last year you had the world's greatest center fielder who could play 15 feet behind second base and still run a ball down on the warning track, and she graduated, and this year you've got a kid that's not like that. If we're starting her standing in the same spot in the outfield, now that doesn't. Uh, that's definitely not different. No, nope. but we're going to have a different outcome, unfortunately, and it's going to be the out, uh, outcome that we want. If 
you want something to get better, we have to be open-minded enough to make sure that we're always looking for the best way to work on it. And, and sometimes that might mean making some fundamental changes. Well, we've always done it this way is time, not going to lead to success all the time. Time for some me changes. Yeah. So yeah. cool. So that's going to wrap up number 225. Please make sure you support the Anderson Bat Company and become a patron if you can. Go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. If you have questions, comments, ideas, or suggestions, please email us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. And you can go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your square cuts training discs. You can also have access to the YouTube channel and the blog post. There's about 700 blogs with tons and tons of information. So if you have any questions or ideas, please make sure you reach out to us uh, via either one of those email addresses. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tory. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.